Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I'm convinced that the more we could yield to the Spirit of God and be taken over by the Spirit of God, the more results we would see. Now demons come and take people over against their will. The Spirit of God will not do that against your will. And demons will manifest themselves. We see it. Why couldn't we be yielded to the Spirit of God? Are you listening to me? You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Understanding the Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. All right, verse 14. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat. Now, he regarded the presence of Jehoshaphat because God regarded the presence of Jehoshaphat. The king of Judah, I would not look toward thee nor see thee. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, thus saith the Lord, and went on to give the message that God gave him. The hand of the Lord came upon him. Did you notice that? The hand of the Lord is the Holy Ghost. Or we could say the hand of the Lord is the anointing. Is the anointing. The hand of the Lord came upon him when the minstrel played. Now as I said, sometimes the anointing is so strong to, to, to minister over in this area, one area, not the only area, but one area of a, of a prophet's ministry. About three times, I guess the first time, was at the last Saturday of January of 1964 in Phoenix. We were there at the, one of the speakers at Full Gospel Business Convention when they used to have it there in the Ramada Inn. And after this last Saturday night service, which was the last Saturday, the, the banquet, the last Saturday of January, and, and late at night after it was all over, we, uh, uh, Brother Darrell Hahn, who was alive then, secretary, of the full God of men, he and his wife, my wife and I, and Barry, his son, who was just, uh, you know, a single young man. Then we, we went to an, another restaurant nearby, was going to eat. We were sitting there, and we hadn't ordered yet, but suddenly the Spirit of God came on. I recognize it, the Spirit of prophecy. Or, a better word, is the Spirit of the prophet. There's a difference in standing in the office of a prophet and just prophesying. Are you listening to me? Now, laymen sometimes can know and should because you can all prophesy one by one something about the anointing to prophesy, but the anointing to stand in the office of the prophet is a different, well, I'd say this, it's the same anointing because it's the same spirit multiplied about a hundredfold. And so, I said to them, let's go somewhere where we can, you know, pray. So we went to my motel room and we sat down there and and, uh, and we prayed for a little bit and then, you know, to, because you sort of break that by getting up and leaving, you know, the anointing is upon you and it sort of seems to temporarily lift. But by praying it comes back. And, and, and uh, so, uh, for two hours, I sat there and prophesied. I'd never done it before in my life. And Brother Hahn wrote it down. We didn't have a tape recorder, but he got most of it. <laughs> 
And, and I never had the experience just exactly. I've had two since then, just two twice. Very similar, not, not with the same measure, not with the same measure of anointing, but very close to it. And it seemed like I was sitting right beside myself. It seemed like there was two of me. I was sitting on the side of the bed. It seemed like there's two of me. And I was listening with this physical ear to see this fellow was sitting right there to see what he said. You know, I didn't know more what he said. It seemed like to me that I had nothing to do with it. It seemed like that I was just completely taken over by the Spirit of God. I had nothing whatsoever to do with it. I do have knowledge, you see. Now, sometimes, I mean, we were talking the other day here. Uh, I tell about a lady here who came from... Georgia, I think, and came for healing, and and I'm just preaching away, teaching over in the other auditorium, you know, where we have our healing meetings, and I'm just teaching, and, and this happens to me a lot of times in teaching, it happens sometimes in preaching, you see, and suddenly you move over into this other area, and, and so I, right in front of me, my eyes wide open, I saw it as though it literally happened, just like, for instance, if this man right here was to stand up and stand out there in that aisle, I could see him, and you could too. But I'm teaching, but I saw this lady sitting right next to her. She's standing in the aisle, and I saw myself point to her and say, uh, you know, be healed in the name of Jesus. And I saw her go over backwards. Then I saw another man standing over here in the aisle. Then I saw another man over here. Well, I just acted that out. Now, now I did not know this. We were talking the other day, and, and I know Patsy and some of them said, Larry King and, and Bill... You know, and, and I said, they were there. And Patrick said, you tell that, but you never tell everything that's happened. Well, I said, didn't that what happened? No, they said, that's, that's part of it, but it didn't end there. See, you went ahead and acted that out, but then said that lady got up and you called her down there. I have no knowledge of that. And then when she got in there, said, we never saw you act that way before. Said, you jumped off the platform. And laid one hand on her stomach, one hand on her back, and shook her, you know, like a cat and shake a rat. And said, come out of her. And cast three devils out of her. Commanded her to be healed. And then she fell on the floor again. Now, after they told me, seemed like, you know, you got a little faint. You know, well, maybe that did happen. I have no knowledge of that. I'm convinced that the more we could yield to the Spirit of God and be taken over by the Spirit of God, the more results we would see. Now demons come and take people over against their will. The Spirit of God will not do that against your will. And demons will manifest themselves. We see it. Why couldn't we be yielded to the Spirit of God? Are you listening to me? Well, one reason I know myself is that I didn't realize that, but I get over in that realm sometimes, and I'll be honest with you, I get afraid. Now, I don't mean scared like you were scared of a snake or a cyclone or something like that, but a holy fear, a holy awe. I get over in that realm and get, you know, and I, I, I'm, I, I get afraid I can't get back. 
I think that's what happened to Enoch. He just got over there so far, he just went on over. <laughs> Body and all. Body and all. And I don't know about you, but moving in the realm of the supernatural, stepping out of the natural is not the easiest thing to do. But if we'll learn to yield to the anointing and not be afraid, mighty things should happen. Well, that lady had been operated on twice as a cancer and then they had it in her blood. I don't know what all, but she was healed. She's here in school now. I think this is the second year. She's still healed. And like I said, I have no knowledge of that. Seemed like I was just taking over, but now I had to yield to the Spirit of God. You'll have to yield, be willing to be used. Now, at this particular time there in Phoenix, seemed me like, I know I had to begin to yield to the Spirit. We prayed first. But once I began to yield to the Spirit, it seemed to me like I didn't have a thing in the world to do with it, the easiest thing in the world. It seemed like I didn't have a thing in the world to do with it. And for two hours, the Lord took us. Brother, Brother Hahn wrote it down through. See, this is January through 1964, 1965, 1966, 1967, 1968. Five years. Told us what was going to happen. Told us what happened in Vietnam. Told us what happened to our government. Told us at the end of 1965, Brother Branham who was mightily used of God, the prophet. He who stands in the forefront of the ministry, healing ministry as a prophet will, will be taken. Satan shall destroy his life, but his soul shall be saved, and his works shall follow him. Here in 1966, I still have the prophet. Here in 1966 shall come, he shall be gone. I remember they called. My wife went to the beauty shop. She called back December the 27th, 1965, and said, Honey, Brother Brandon was in an automobile accident. They're requesting people to pray. I said, they know he's praying. This is the 27th day of December. Before January the 1st comes, he'll be dead. That's what God said two years ago, 20, actually 23 months ago. He said that. Next day, he went home to be with the Lord. Wasn't God's full plan or God's full purpose. But nonetheless, it happened. Now, two different times through the years, that anointing's come on. Sometimes that anointing's so strong, we didn't need any minstrel, we didn't need any music. But so much of the time, that's not the case. And that's one place of music in helping all ministries. Because all ministries should minister under the anointing of the Spirit, not just the prophet. I mean, the right kind of music, the right kind of singing will even help the teacher teach better. Are you listening to me? But so often time, not, not very often, the spirit of prophecy, or the spirit of the prophets, a better word, will begin to move on me. And some way or another, I think it's because of the environment. Maybe because of some people present. You notice here what, what, what Elisha said? If it wasn't for Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't look your way for you other two kings are concerned. Well, you see, they're present with all of their backslid condition. He needed a little help. Bring me a minstrel. When the minstrel played, the hand of the Lord came on him. 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the message series by Ken Hagan, How to Be an Overcomer. In this four-CD series, Ken Hagan teaches us that we already possess spiritual tools. He shows us how to use those tools to exercise our God-given authority and obtain our rightful blessings in Christ. This series is just $28. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Rama College Weekend. Rama College Week on April 20th in the 20th through the 22nd. Again, that's right. This is where you can come and go to a class and just see what it's all about. And uh, and so you can. All of this information is available there at Rama.org too, if you want to know about. If this radio program has blessed you and ministered to your spirit, then we want to hear from you. We're asking you, our audience, to let us know when and where you listen. Email us at partnerservices at rhema.org or call 1-888-FAITH-99 and tell us. If you prefer, drop us a letter. Write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. If we're to remain broadcasting in your area, we need to hear from you. And if you're able, we would ask that you would consider sowing an offering to help defray the costs of this radio program. So call, email, or write us today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Understanding the Anointing. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.